Tate Publishing and Enterprises, along with Tate Out Loud Audiobooks, presents Ashes, written by Britt Gallagher and narrated by Shauna Windham. Prologue. Ketyo, a young female imbu, knew the lower levels of the caverns of Diorati much better than most. When the citizens of the city evacuated into the caverns to escape the fires of the Great Cleansing, the vast majority were satisfied to stay within the relatively large and comfortable caverns of the upper levels. The lower levels were plagued with slippery ledges, steep drop-offs, and cramped spaces. For this reason, only the bravest of Imbu, the ones with a clear purpose, ventured into these areas. Katya was a scout, and though the word scout had broad meaning, very few Imbu, perhaps five or six individuals out of every two or three thousand, held this position. Scouts were the protectors and the diplomats. They were the explorers and far-seekers. Scouts were the ones within society charged with taking the risks, risks that the average Imbu was incapable of taking. It was in her capacity as scout that she was here helping to feed the population by collecting a fungus that was one of the Imbu's primary food sources during their time in the caverns. The fungus, Forca, was a foul-smelling, fist-sized blue-green knob that grew on the slimy stalactites and stalagmites of the lower levels. Forca liked the slime, and there was plenty of it down here in which it could grow. Ketyo couldn't stand Forca. It smelled bad and tasted even worse. It was, however, an excellent nutritional source, and there was no arguing against the necessity of having it within their food supply. Though it was hard for her to imagine, some Imbu even claimed to like it. Today it wasn't just Katyo taking the risks in the dark and slippery parts of the caverns. Her husband, Nain, had taken it upon himself to come down here as well. Katyo was startled when he had suddenly appeared when she was working. The light was dim, but she could see a grin of accomplishment on his beautiful furry face. Nain, she began to object. He shouldn't have been here, but when he took her hand and nuzzled her ear, there was nothing she could say. All she could do was purr and return his affections. Hello, my love, he growled softly. The rumble in his voice sent a chill up her spine. Ketyo's ear tingled from his touch. She grazed her teeth across his neck as she squeezed his hand. "'What are you doing here? You are going to get us both in trouble.' The smell of the forga was an unpleasant distraction, so she tossed the pouch filled with the stuff aside. With her newly freed hand, she cupped Nain's warm, soft cheek. "'Well,' he said as he smoothed the fur off her shoulder, "'we have almost a quarter year left in this place before the cleansing passes. We might as well make the best of it.' "'Mm-hmm.' The soft rattling purr in Katyo's throat grew louder. Just what do you have in mind? We want young ones, do we not? You have often mentioned the desire to have the sound of Mbali in the house. His warm breath washed over her ear. The fog of desire settled over Katyo's mind. If not for the sound of voices, not more than one hundred paces up in the lower parts of the main levels, she may have succumbed to his advances, right then and there. The sounds of others were sobering. Her head began to clear. Not here, she said. Yes, my love, but not here. This is as alone as we can get in these caverns, he said, frustration welling in his voice. Nain wasn't a scout. He was a cloth maker and artist. His willingness to take risks was certainly no more than that of the average Embu. The fact that he had followed his mate into this dangerous area was a sign of powerful desire bordering on desperation. 
It was an initiative she shared and could not turn away. Still, they could do better than this. They would be embarrassed to be discovered here. She backed away before they began a process that they could not reverse and did not wish to have interrupted. She squeezed his hand. Just not here. We need to go a little bit further down. Nain looked past her shoulder into the darkness. His soft brown eyes glowed in the light of the hand lantern Katyo had placed on a nearby ledge. Further down into the lower levels? he asked. Katyo smiled. Only a bit further. We would have, she placed a hand over his frantically beating heart, plenty of privacy. Nain nodded. Very well. Lead the way, Scout. She loved when he called her Scout. She retrieved her lantern from the ledge and took his hand. The bag of fungus was left forgotten and on the ground. She led them down, further and